I want everybody to eat. And maybe that's just me being a good ass person, but I want everybody to eat, whether you're in my life or not. You don't gotta sit at my table to eat. Welcome back to another episode of Just Jay the Podcast. We are on episode seven. I have a lot of tea, a lot of tea, a lot of tea for y'all, okay? I've been missing in action. You know, last week I did not post a an episode. Um, I didn't want to do that because I just always feel like my consistency is key and I need to always be consistent. But when you're... Listen, it'll all make sense once I spill all the tea to y'all, but I feel like taking the time to just recharge and regroup is definitely super important, especially when you're doing something that requires your constant attention. And I think that, you know, I'm kind of disappointed that I ruined my um, consistent streak of posting episodes every Friday. But to be honest with you, You kind of have to be selfish when you're running a business as well because, yes, you want to put out great content. You want to, you know, keep your consistency and do the things that you're supposed to do every single week. But not when it's running you dry. Not when you're already piling on so many things on your, you know, mind. So I definitely took all last week to just chill, catch up on my homework, get my mind together. Because when I tell you I was, like, really fucked up after my Atlanta trip. I'll explain all that shit, but don't, don't worry. But, um, but yeah, like I had to just give myself a second to breathe. I had to just give myself, let me move this camera. I had to just give myself a second for real. Cause I think me just like coming back from Atlanta and jumping right back into work and jumping back back into my routine was just a lot for me. And I needed to take that week. So I do apologize to my consistent every week listeners who, you know, anticipate my episodes every Friday. But last Friday, I just couldn't do it. I didn't, like I said, when I, when I explain all the tea that I have for y'all, y'all will understand. But if it's just back, okay, I decided, I told myself today that I'm just going to get back in my bag because I feel like I've been, my podcast has been suffering because I just have had a lack of energy, a lack of motivation, a lack of focus really. So this week I'm back. I have a recording with one of my cool friends on Friday. Very excited. Um, yeah, let me tell y'all what the fuck has been going on. First of all, look at my nails. Again, if you just listening to the audio, my bad girl, but listen, these nails are fire. I love my nails. Okay. My nail tech is my coworker. Actually, I think it's super important to have people that you fuck with who do your lashes, your nails, your hair, your eyebrows, whatever the fuck it may be, you should love them. You should really enjoy being around them because first of all, being a woman is already so time consuming and super expensive. We're spending so much money with these hairstylists, nail techs, lash techs, all that. I want somebody doing my service that I fuck with to the highest capacity. Like my lash tech, I haven't got my lashes done. These are strips actually. I haven't gotten my lashes done in a cool minute because i've been taking a break and like just trying to get my lashes time to breathe but they will be back for my birthday don't worry 
But my last check that I used to go to, she was super cool. We used to catch up all the time. We would catch up in the first 30 minutes of the appointment and she already know I was going to sleep after that. Cause she would be like, okay, you taking a nap now? Cause I'm gonna put my AirPods in. And I'll be like, yeah, girl, do, do your thing. Like, I definitely feel like you have to fuck with everybody that I, I, I'm going to call them the glam squad. Like your entire glam squad, everybody on it, you have to fuck with them. Like your wax lady, you should fuck with her. Y'all going to be, I mean, she's in your, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like she's in your private area. You should fuck with her as a person, you know? Y'all should be kicking it cool, talking, whatever. Thank God for me, I have a slew of hairstylists, okay? Two of my close friends are really, really, really dope at hair. Um, Actually, I should shout them bitches out. Hold on. One of them, first one is Hair by Asia Renee. A-Z-H-A underscore R-E-N-E-E. -E. I believe that is it. Um, And then the other one is that bitch Lizzie. Yeah, listen, I post them all the time. You will see them. Don't worry. But yeah, those two, we haven't, Lizzie did this. I just have a hat on because I don't feel like doing my hair. I don't, I haven't felt like doing my hair in about a week. Um, Depression, sorry. But um, yeah. They do all my hairstyles, my locks. Tasia does those. Um, also, hair by Janelle. She does a lot. She used to do my closures as well before you know Lizzie started doing it. But yeah, I have a slew of hairstylists. You know, a, like a bunch of nail techs. My coworker that I, we, I'm mad cool with her. Like she just started doing my nails, so that's probably gonna be my bitch for life. Sorry, but um, <laughs> yeah, definitely think it's important to just fuck with the people that, you know, you're giving your money to and your time and you're spending your extenuous time with because like lashes take two hours nails could take an hour and a half two hours sometimes a uh, ha hair is gonna take you at least three so yeah you should be around people that you like and that you know is good company also i want to talk about my so new york playlist that i just dropped i dropped that late i think it was like two weeks ago i don't know first of all let me just um say how i feel my Soul New York playlist was the hardest idea I think I've ever came up with. All of the ideas that I ever come up with are fucking hard. We know that. But I didn't tell like a lot. I think only like for real, only like three people on that playlist knew that that shit was dropping and knew that I was working on it. I didn't tell like a lot of the artists that were on it, I didn't tell them. I just posted it and was like, yo, your shit is on it. And they fucked with it. So many of them fucked with it. They reshared, posted my shit, whatever. It's like, they loved it. They were like, yo, this is hard. This is dope. Thank you for the recognition. That's why I did it. I did it because I wanted them to see like, there is somebody outside of your circle per se that sees your talent and that wants to recognize you. There is, because I'm running my business. And I, I want to use my business and my platform to emphasize you and to give you your flowers and to let you know that your music is fire. There's people like me who listen to it and who fuck with it and want to put, you know, y'all all together so y'all can get that recognition all together. So, like I said, a lot of them were super appreciative, super grateful, super respectful. But there were a, a few of them who weren't. And to be honest with you, there's a lot, okay, a lot of the niggas that I put on that playlist, I know personally. A lot of them I worked with, I just known from high school. A lot of them I went to high school with. We grew up together, I know a lot of them. A few of them I already knew were going to be very fucking hater energy because of who they are as people. 
Now, let me explain, let me explain that. Let me break it down real quick, right? So I made that playlist focusing, focusing strictly on the music, strictly, because realistically, I know a lot of these niggas as people. And I might not fuck with you as a person, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to take away from the creative fucking shit that you make and the great music that you make. That's what being a real woman and a real businesswoman is. You separate the two and you focus on the talent. Because we don't got to be cool in real life, but at least you know my podcast is dope and at least I know your music is dope, right? That was my, 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 my mindset going behind it because... I'm not going to lie, no shade, I don't give a fuck. There's a couple of them niggas on there that if it was based off of solely who they are as people and how they move in the streets, it, y'all would have never been on my shit. Let's get that already out there. I put y'all on it, like I said, because the creativity is there. The talent is there, music-wise. I gave y'all a shot and put y'all on my shit just off the whim of me trying to show your talent. That doesn't mean I don't fuck. That doesn't mean I fuck with you as a person. That doesn't mean we're cool, okay? And respectfully, if another, if a woman is going out of her way to show respect and love for my work, I'ma always show love for that. I'ma repost it. I'ma share it. I'ma say, yo, thank you. Like some of you niggas didn't say thank you. Didn't like the post. Didn't like. And you know you're seeing it all over social media because everybody's posting it. Everybody. Everybody that's everybody that was on it. That did show love and wasn't a hating ass nigga posted it. So you saw it and you knew you was on it. And you're already a shitty person on top of that. So you're going to act. Okay. So what I decided since, cause you're not about to play with me and make me, cause realistically, the reason I didn't want to leave certain people off of it is because that would look wild crazy on me. These are people that like people have seen me speak to. I have worked with in the past. Like, I wasn't about to post that shit and then have niggas like, wait, she left this nigga on. The... Nah, cause I don't. I'm not with that shit. I don't. I don't care that much. So I was just like, fuck it, let me put them on. Now you're it, it's falling back on you because you look wild crazy. Cause it's like this girl just put your whole fucking tape on her playlist and you didn't say deleted, deleted. So if you go back on that playlist. And some of your homeboys is not up there. Y'all know what's up with me. If you're watching this, you know what's up with me. And you know that you know you know there's beef now. Now there's beef. There wasn't beef before because I could give a fuck and you just a, some of y'all are just whack ass niggas. But now there's beef, okay? But anyway, we're gonna move on to the next topic. But like because honestly, like that's it. Like straight, like straight like that. If you go back to that playlist, first of all, the video that I posted, the very the video that I made for that playlist with um smooth bully oh my god it takes time that song is the song that's in the video like that's playing when i go on my instagram you'll see it but the, everybody that was on the playlist in that video may not be on it now it's all i'm gonna say because fuck y'all but whatever um <laughs> yeah fuck y'all i just think men in the industry or men in general, in regards to women, like, do the most. Like, y'all do the most. Why am I acting more like a real nigga than y'all niggas are? That's so stupid. That makes no sense. And I think my Atlanta trip also kind of put it into perspective for me that men are very unprofessional. Men are very 
only focused on one thing. Like, I think as a man, if I'm coming to you with, oh, you know, let's collab on my podcast, be on my podcast, come, you know, let's just have a cool conversation on camera, whatever. That's the gist of the relationship. Don't try to flirt with me. Don't try to shoot your shot. Don't try to throw hints at me and make me feel uncomfortable. No. Why Why? Why do you need to do that? Why do you need to do that? Especially if I'm hitting you up solely for my podcast, there should be no reason why you're trying to flirt with me a couple messages after. Like, no. And I'm, I'm the wrong person to do that with because I'm telling you, first of all, I'm from New York. Two, I don't have no filter. Three, I don't really like men in general. So don't do that to me because I'm going to embarrass you. I'm going to embarrass you. Now I'm going to laugh my ass off about it after. Don't do that. Like that, it happened to me once when I was in Atlanta and I was just like, is this guy serious? Like, are you crazy? Are you crazy? But you know what? Whatever. And like Mulatto, she had just talked about this on an interview that she did. And she was like, you know, men have been making it hard for her. She was releasing an album. I think her album drops this Friday, actually. She was saying how, like, men have just made it so hard for her to clear her songs because it's just, like, if she don't answer their DMs about, like, you know, doing extra shit on the side, they don't want to fuck with her. They don't want to put her music out there. And that is the wackest thing I have ever heard in my life. Like, this woman is trying to succeed and grow her brand and grow her business because she doesn't want to fuck you. You don't want to see that happen. Kodak. There's an interview that he just did recently. I was going to play it for y'all, but like I couldn't even watch the whole thing because the man was just ignorant as hell, talking stupid. And he was just like, it was him and Charlemagne. And Charlemagne was like, yo, like you can't just be like trying to fuck every one of your artists. Like that, that's such a bad look. And Kodak was like, no, it's not. He was like, basically, let me break it down for you. Like Kodak said, he was like, if I'm fucking her and... I'm putting all my money into her her career and I'm, you know, putting her on tour, giving her all these uh, studio sessions, all that shit. She don't have time to really go back to her nigga and think about nothing. Like, because he made it seem like, okay, I, I fucked with an artist before who had a nigga, right? And she's fucking with her nigga and her nigga is too much in the business. Her nigga's like, oh, let me see your contract. Oh, how are you doing this? What's going like that? And now she's looking at Kodak crazy because it's like, wait, my nigga said this. My nigga said that. He said to avoid all that, I'm going to fuck her. I'm going to be fucking her. So she don't got to have no nigga because she she likes me. Now I'm in control of her career and I'm also fucking her. What? Like, what? Like, what? And I, like, huh? Like, bro, when I read, when I saw that interview, I was like, yo. And he's dead ass serious. Like, when I tell you that man is dead serious... Like, I personally feel like don't cross that line with a woman, especially if there's like, if if she's coming to you off the strength of that business, don't cross that line. Because one, you crossing that line not only can make a woman feel super uncomfortable, that's number one. And number two, that could discourage her from wanting to even do her work. Like, if I was like, imagine if Mulatto wasn't as strong as she is and wasn't as like determined to get her shit done like she is. A, a woman trying to produce, trying to put an album out, and the men that she's trying to collab with won't put her shit out because they won't fuck. They don't want to. She don't want to fuck them. 
that would make me like, okay, fuck these niggas. Like, what the fuck I'm gonna do now? Like, this is a, especially her, she's in a male-dominated industry. Then you got me, you got people like me, like, damn, I'm just a podcaster. Like, don't be trying to, I don't know what the fuck. That's why I'm, see, nah. <laughs> what? I wish a man would. That's why I do all my shit myself. My editing, my recording, my fucking merch, all that shit is done by me because I wish a man would say, oh, she got this because of me and now I'm not going to do it for her because she's not fucking me no more. The audacity. Where do men buy their audacity from? Because they need to raise the price. Too many of them have access to it. That's weird. That is so unprofessional. That is so... That's a wild statement. That's that is just... But like, I didn't think that shit was so prominent and so real until I went to Atlanta. Because I dead, it dead has happened to me. I'm hitting a nigga up like, oh, come on, come over, let's let's collab, let's do this, whatever. I got a cool idea for us to talk about. Okay, cool, but um, we sca- we made the uh, the the arrangement to meet up tomorrow, right? Nigga h- hits me up like, oh, okay, well, pull up while you wait for um your friend to come pick you up. Let's watch a movie. Let's do this. Let's do that. No. No. It's a no for me. Because I just asked you if you wanted to record a podcast. I didn't ask you shit else. No. 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 Like, what? Why? Because I want to work with you, that automatically means my pussy's up for sale. What, guy? Oh, hell nah. Yo, when I tell you, I already know I'm like, okay, my podcast is very, very new. Literally, like, it, you know, we, we, we got some motion, but we gonna have more motion later on in life, right? I can imagine how much worse it's about to get for me in the podcast industry with these entitled ass men. Because I'll be damned. Because y'all already know, I come on here, I talk my shit, I say whatever the fuck I want to say. That would really get me hot and I would really have to violate a man to no end. And I would hate to have to do that. But I, anyway, yeah, so men are just trash, pretty much, <laughs> the gist of that whole fucking shit. Um, but yeah, as far as my Soul New York playlist, I got, a, I got a decent amount of love, but I also got a decent amount of fucking just weird energy. Um, I didn't do that to be messy. I didn't do that to, I didn't really do it to gain no recognition from nobody. But at the end of the day, when it comes to somebody showing love to your shit, you show love back straight like that, that simple, especially cause I went out of my way, spent months and months, waited for mad people to get their shit on Apple music, waited for mad people to get their projects out. I waited on that playlist for months and you niggas are going to sit here and act like my work and what I created don't mean shit. You're not going to show no love, no nothing. When you was just in my DM weeks before I dropped it, talking about some, oh, that's hard, that's fire. But when it drops, crickets. Bro, bye. Because I'm, I'm going to call you out every time because I don't do that fake love shit. I'm not like the rest of you niggas. But okay. Anyway, I also wanted to talk about like, I think I need to work on my... Like, when I was in Atlanta, everybody kept asking me, like, oh, because I'm, 
first thing I say when I introduce myself to people, oh, I'm a Jayla, you know, I'm in school, I have a podcast, you know, and all that shit. And their next question is immediately, okay, what is your podcast about? And I think after the third time somebody asked me, it was kind of like, okay, bitch, what the fuck is that shit about? Because you keep saying the same generic answer and it don't sound too like, I mean, it sounds good. It sounds interesting, but it's just like, we need to add a little razzle dazzle. Because like when people ask me that, I'm like, well, I just talk about my real life shit, my real life experiences, what I go through, what I do. And I try to relate it to my audience. I try to relate it to people that are around my age or you don't even got to be around my age, but I try to relate it to people that go through similar life experiences as me. That sounds boring to me. So I think I want to say like, my podcast is about a young black woman trying to navigate her way through life while telling stories and expressing her experiences or while trying to remain humble and remain true to her. Also, while not only is it solely her, but she incorporates people that she fucks with and people that she loves and people that she supports in her shit as well. How'd that sound? Run that back and tell me how it sounds. DM me or just comment on my little YouTube page. How'd that sound? <laughs> now, nah, for real, I really need to know. Because like, I really feel like if you got a business and somebody asks you, okay, what is your business about? What is, or like, what does your business stand for? What did you want to create your business for? I got to have a solid fire answer because I know when, pe- when I ask people that and their answer is really cool or it's really, really interesting. My first instinct is, okay, I'm gonna look her up. Okay. Let me, let me, let me, let me get on Instagram real quick, look her up and follow her. And I'll, I'll dig deep into her page later. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta, you gotta always be on your toes when questions like that, because people really want to know. Like, you, you could just have a, you could have a podcast talking about anything. So when people ask you, what is your podcast about? And you say, yo, it's just me, just talking about my real life experience. That sounds boring. And I didn't realize that until like the third person asked me. And don't get me wrong, everybody that I say, I said my answer to was like, oh, that's cool. I'm gonna tune in. I'm gonna tap in. Obviously, but like. I just, it wasn't, it's not satisfying me. So I think the moral of the story is when somebody asks you who you are or what do you want out of this life, make sure your answer is solid. Because if you don't believe that shit, they're not going to believe that shit. And if it's not interesting to you, it's not going to be interesting to them. Because like me just saying, oh, I just talk about my real life experiences. Okay, what are your real life experiences? We all go through real life experiences. We all are here on this earth what what does that mean you know what i'm saying so i gotta i gotta really work on my sales pitch because you know i gotta i gotta keep it short and simple but also getting to the point also letting people know the gist of my 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 show and my story so yeah i'm working on it but my atlanta trip overall oh boy um nah i'm capping my Atlanta trip was good. I had a good time. I saw a lot of my people. I spent a lot of time with people that I fucked with, people that I loved out there. Why am I saying past tense? I still love them and I still fuck with them. I don't know why I'm saying that. But yeah, I spent a lot of time with people that I've met out there um, from previous trips. Met even more people than I met last time. Did You know what I'm saying? Saw more shit, did more shit. 
I just think for me, I kind of, I don't know why I'm embarrassed to say this, or I don't know why, not embarrassed, but I, I'm kind of, I don't know why I kind of don't feel proud of myself when I say this. I don't know, but I kind of, I don't want to say I lost my focus when I was out there because I definitely didn't. But I just think I got caught up in enjoying my moment and enjoying my moment with the people that are out there more than I was focused on work. And don't get me wrong, I still got two episodes done out there. It wasn't with the people that I planned on it to be with, but because for their, for their own reasons, whatever. But I still got work done, but I definitely think I... I think once I, okay, boom, let me get my thoughts together. Hold up. Realistically, I think once I got out there, by the second day that I was out there, I was like, you know what? I feel so good out here. Like it was almost, I, I said this in my, in my vlog that I posted. Um, oh yeah. If you didn't tap into my Atlanta vlog, go peep that because it's super cool, super cute. Um, yeah, it's on YouTube. It dropped on Saturday. Peep that. But I said this in my um, video, but I just think that it felt so good to leave New York for a quick second. And, you know, I had a whole Airbnb to myself. So fucking peaceful. Okay. And it was beautiful. Had my car, had rental car out there. I had family members to see, friends to see. It was just, it was literally like I packed myself up and just went to go live my alternate life for a, for a weekend. And I think it felt so good to me that it was just like, you know what? I'm gonna record, but I'm really focused on enjoying my moment. I'm enjoying the air out here. I'm enjoying the love that I'm getting out here. One of the things I really learned out there was go where you're loved. And there is so much love out there for me from people that I've literally met within the last one to two years. These are not people that I've known my entire life. Well, besides my uncle, that's cap. But these are not people that I've known my entire life. Like I just met these people. Like these have just became my friends. And already I feel so much love for them and so much love from them way more than I do out here. And it's just, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But this trip, okay, I learned a lot. First thing I learned was time is money and I don't have a lot of it. Your time is very valuable. Don't let nobody play with that shit, no matter how cool you may think you are to certain people. I'm not going to talk shit because, like, at the end of the day, like, the situation is what it is. Like, I really, I'm not even going to lie to you. I really don't care. But I don't want it to seem like I'm talking down on the other person because, like, shorty, I don't care. I don't. But I was supposed to go out there and record with someone who I think is super cool. You know, she's chill. And it, it just seemed like I was chasing after her to set a time. First day, I was like, okay, we're going to do this time. You can come to my, my shit. It's cool. It's right on the corner for me. No problem. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. Hours pass. No show. No call. No nothing. Okay, whatever. But like I said, I went out there to work, but at the end of the day, I'm still going to enjoy my shit. So I didn't hear from you for hours. I waited around for hours. It's time for me to get ready to go out with my friends. I'm getting ready to go out with my fucking friends, bitch. Don't. 
I'm not, what? Bye. Okay, I'll catch you tomorrow. Whatever. At that point, I wasn't thinking too much of it. Next day, y'all, my fault. I had this to do, whatever, whatever, whatever. Cool. I don't care. Like I said, I don't care. So I'm like, fuck it. Come over this time today. We could knock this shit out today. We could we go cheat. Don't worry. I'm going to give you another time. We're going to be all right. Give her another time. That time that I gave her went. Came and went. Came and went. Oh, I'm going to hit you up when I'm done with my errands. Don't worry. I got you. I got you. I got you. You want to... I guess her whole thing was like, oh, like, I don't want you to be waiting around in the house for me. Baby, I'm not. I promise. I'm going to be outside. I'm in Atlanta. I'm going to go to my uncle's house. I'm going to go to my, my friend's house. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I got to do and I'll meet, meet up with you later. Don't even worry about it. No funny shit. Hours for lying. Like, hours. Mind you, she was telling me, oh, I, I just got to do two errands. Bro, she didn't call me to like, I think I told her to meet up with me at like, I think I texted her. I was like, yo, I'm going to chill here. You let me know when you're done at like two o'clock, bro. She didn't text me back till like 6.30. At that point, girl, I'm over it. I'm over it. What? And now I have to get ready to go out again. So I was, I texted her. I was just like, listen, girl, like respectfully, you play too much. And I've never been the type of girl to... I'm not gonna lie, like if shit don't work out, it don't work out. We could try again tomorrow, but at this at this point, it's been two days and you're just doing a lot. So I was just like, you know what, girl, you stay over there, whatever. She sent me a whole paragraph apologizing, all that shit. I appreciate it, but like I said, I don't care. I really don't care about the situation. It's just the principle of if somebody is literally flying, flying in an airplane. And they've already established weeks before they got on that motherfucker that they're going to come and do some shit with you and we're going to work and we're going to do this. And I'm telling you a time and I'm even providing you with a place, girl. Like, do you want to work or no? That's just my thing. Do you want to work or no? I could give a fuck if, like, I could give a fuck if we record or not. It's just the simple fact of us trying to come together and do something as women to show each other love and just, you know, be empowering to each other. But it fell through. Not my problem. Not my fault. But whatever. But yeah, like shit like that. Like shit like that happened to me. And it was just like, why? Like that shit was so uncalled for and so like annoying. And it's just like, I had to realize, I had to tell myself like, girl, that's not going to be the, the last time that shit happens to you. People are going to play with you about your work all the time. And just like I checked her and was like, yo, you're bugging for having me wait here all these hours. This is what I'm going to continue to do. Because I'm not that girl that just sits there and lets niggas just do whatever. But yeah, that was weird. Um, <laughs> I think it's just weird to me because I wouldn't have like went about it like that. Like if I'm busy, girl, I'm going to tell you I'm busy. And I'm, But I'm going to make sure I schedule in for like an, that hour, hour and a half that we needed to record. Especially when you told me before you even got on the plane months ago that you were going to link with me and we was going to. That's another thing. I've been told y'all I don't like people who say that they're going to do something and don't do it. That pisses me off. And it's at the point where now I don't care. (laughs) But I also learned that I need to get the fuck out of New York. I think, not going to lie to you, when I came home, right, I got here, I got back on Sunday. First of all, both of my flights there and back were hell, okay? First, on the way there, 
My flight, I, it was fucking snowing in New York like a dumbass. I had no idea that it was going to snow first of all, so I take that back. I'm not a dumbass. But snowing in New York, couldn't really, it wasn't trying to let us leave until they like defrost the the runway, whatever that shit is called for the plane. And bro, we was sat there for them to defrost that shit for an hour. Like, my flight was to, supposed to land in Atlanta at 9.30. I didn't land until 10.30. So in my head, I'm on the plane and I'm panicking because I have, mind you, I have my rental to pick up at 10 o'clock. I was supposed to land at 930, grab my bag, pick up my car at 10 o'clock and go to my Airbnb because my best friend was waiting for me at my Airbnb because he had to grab the keys for me because I wasn't going to make it in time. Didn't land until 1030, had to get my car, I mean, had to get my bag. That was really easy. Then I had to go get the car. That took me another 30, 45 minutes because I couldn't find the shits, first of all. Second of all. Just the airport is just a fucking mess, okay? It's just a fucking mess. But yeah, like then coming home, bro, my flight was on time to out of Atlanta, like it was cool, Gucci, whatever. Then I get to New York, bro. They had us sitting on the plane on the runway for like an hour. My flight landed at like eleven thirty. I didn't get off that bitch till twelve thirty AM, bro. Then I had to go get my my bag. Then I had to go Walked to my car. Then my uncle had to drive me home. Mind you, the airport is like 40 minutes from my crib, bro. I didn't get back to like 1.45 something. Then I had to work at 6 a.m. the next day. Like, it was just chaos. I thought I was going to, you know, come back at 11.30, you know, give me a little nice rest in. No. No. Mm -mm, that's not what happened. That's, it, didn't, it didn't go that well for me, okay? But, yeah, that shit pissed me off. But I had to go to work the next morning. And I think, like, I was going through it up until, like, Tuesday. Uh, no, Wednesday. I got back on Sunday, went back to work the next morning on Monday morning. I was going through it until, like, Wednesday because I just felt so depressed. Like, you know when, first of all, one of my friends in Atlanta had was moving into his apartment, like, the day after I left or whatever. And... I've been talking about, you know, moving to Atlanta, doing all that shit. And I, but, like, I knew my time frame is, like, I want to finish my degree, both of them. I already got the first one. I'm working on the second one right now. I want to finish them shits so that I can just be Gucci, you know? And I that's been my time frame. Been, like, when I tell people, like, I'm trying to make moves. For some reason, me coming back from Atlanta, knowing like my friend was moving into his crib, knowing everybody's happy out here, and niggas is telling me the whole weekend, like, yo, you gotta get out here, yo, we, we love you, we need to come out here, you need to move out here. Bro, I know, okay. And I think me coming home, just like, how do I say? It just made me feel like I wasn't doing enough. It made me feel so discouraged, because it's like, Damn, everybody out there is going to move on without me. They're going to forget about me by the time I move out here. Like, I wish I could just pack up and move. And I'm thinking in my head, like, okay, what can I do to get the quickest amount of money in, like, six months? How do I trade in my car? How do I do it? You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the first, like, it was just three days of me constantly in my head, like, okay, what can I do? What can I do to really get the fuck out of here ASAP? Like, what can I do? And it's just like, bro, like, you have no way of doing this right now. You are in school, mind you. You have so much more bread to stack, okay? Because that's like a big investment in myself and in my life that I'm not ready for. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not ready for it at all. My parents is out here. What the fuck I'm gonna do without them? 
Mind you, the first three days I'm back home, I'm sending a mad Atlanta houses on Zillow. Like, yo, you fuck with this? You fuck with this? Because I would, realistically, I would want them to move with me. But if I had to do it by myself, I definitely will. And they know that because I, I think I was on Tuesday night. I had took a nap. Mind you, I was tired, exhausted. Monday, I got off work, went right to sleep the whole day. Tuesday, I got off work, went right to sleep the whole day, bro. I was exhausted. Woke up on Tuesday and my parents was talking about me. I heard them. I don't know if they know that I heard them, but. Basically, my dad was just like, yo, like, she's asking all the right questions. I can see that, like, her wheels are turning more and more every day. So, like, I know that either way she's going to make moves with or without us, pretty much. And I just feel like my dad is the only one that could really see my vision and see the things that I want out of this life with such clear vision. Like, I don't even need to explain the vision because he sees it already, you know? And don't get me wrong, like... I don't know what my life would be like without my dad because I've literally never spent, well, besides when I travel and do all the extra shit, but I wake up every day and see my dad. Or, like, I go to sleep every night and the majority of the time, the last face I see is my dad's. So it's just like, I think it was a part of me being, feeling super discouraged, like I'm not doing enough. And then there was also a part of me that was like, Trying to figure out how I could make the quickest come up possible for a 21-year-old, right? But then it was also like my mind was like, damn, okay, so say you say you do get a quick come up, right? Say you get a say you get a calm 20 bands right now, right? And you like, okay, fuck it, I could do it, right? But then you leave me a dad. And like that's gonna make you sad because it's like, yeah, you can't you got a quick come up and you're trying to live your life and you about to, you know, venture out. But your dad, like, how can you leave your parents? Like what you gonna do? I was just so depressed for three days. That was the thoughts in my head. Like, I wanna move. How can I move? How can I get the quickest amount of money in two days? How can I make $2 million, $2 million in 24 hours? That's really what I was thinking about. How can I make $2 million in 24 hours? And then convince my parents to move with me in two days. Like, my mind was just going crazy and it was so unrealistic. And even when I was in it and I was like, yo, I'm so down and it's so unrealistic, the things that I want to accomplish right now. And I know that. And I know that this, I've already set a time frame for myself for when I want to make moves. And I'm not near that time frame yet. I know that. But me being there and like seeing everybody, how they're already moving with their lives, you know, triggered me 110%. That was a trigger for me because no cap. When I got on the plane to go back home on Sunday, I was so sad. Driving back to the airport, I could feel sadness just taking over me. And I had no idea why because it was like, girl, you just had a good ass time. You chilling, you lit, you happy, whatever. You just seem mad at your people. Like, what are you upset about? Bro, I was so sad. And I didn't know until like I overcame it. I've only been back home for what? Two weeks now? I literally just got over this shit. Literally. That's why I could not post an episode. Because it was just like, girl, I'm sad. I am so upset. Okay, I hate my life. I don't have $2 million. My family doesn't want to move away with me because they're stuck in their New York ways. I was pissed. So I was like, let me just, you know what? Let me just isolate myself and let me just give myself a second to get whatever the fuck is going on in my head together. And then I'll come back. So that's what I did. <laughs> and I got that shit together. And I, I t- 
told myself that it was really unrealistic, the things that I was thinking about. And um, yeah, here I am, <laughs> back <laughs> and okay. <laughs> you see how like depression and like your overthinking could really fuck with you? That's why I be telling people like, yo, I really be overthinking. That is a whole three days worth of just overthinking everything. And it happens to me all the time. That's why I be trying to tell y'all, bro, I be going through real life shit. Like my mind really be killing me. Like for real. If I could turn, like say, I wish there was a switch in my head that could turn my thoughts on and off. Probably would never turn them on. But yeah. All right, what else is going on in my life? Um, I'm about to turn 22 at the end of next month, April 27th, Taurus baby. <laughs> um, that's probably also what was fucking with me. Like turning 22 is just like, I'm still young as fuck, but it's like, damn, all these people around me. Bro, fucking little baby's baby mama, she's 23. Her best friend, 24, I think. I don't know, but they rich as hell. How? Tusi, Tusi's 22, rich as hell whole rapper out here living his best life how i don't know and it's just like when you see all these people your age making it and making all this money on social media living wherever the fuck they want to live it really discourages you when you don't have that and i talk about that shit all the time but that's just like that's a real serious problem that i think people of my generation really have to go through and really have to understand like Yo, stop looking to social media and other shit to validate your life and validate your life's overcomings. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we get so caught up in what what, what more we want because we always want to do more. We always want to have more. We don't realize, we don't take the moment to really sit in the right now and appreciate the right now. And I think, you know, after I was upset for those couple days or whatever, I think that is what really got me out of it because it was just like, yes, I do want all this other stuff and I do feel like I want all the money in the world and I want to be able to live wherever I want to live whenever I want to live there. But at the end of the day, like, I am still 21 years old. I'm an adult, but I have no idea about this adult life shit. No clue. Like, I'm, I literally still call my dad, like, okay, um, so... What's, what's something funny that I would call that to my dad? Okay, when I first got my car, dad, how do I know which side of the car the gas tank is on? Bitch, get out and look. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, stupid shit like that, I still be calling my dad for. Like, mm, I'd be calling my dad for everything. My mom too. I hate making... My mom did, has this fucking idea, stupid idea. I don't know. Ever since I turned like 19 or 20, she's been making me make my own doctor's appointments. Where did it say in the parenting handbook that that was a rule? First of all, I don't like talking to people, let alone talking to people on the phone, let alone talking to people that I don't know, let alone scheduling appointments for myself. I don't like that. So yeah, that's why, I don't know. Being an adult is kind of trash. <laughs> didn't really ask for this but I mean now that I'm here I gotta you know body that shit but yeah I'm definitely not ready for that yet and I think it was just my mind was going crazy and like it really taught me like yo like you have so much right now 
you have so much help. Like my parents helped me with everything. And it's just like, be appreciative of that. Be grateful for that. Like live in the moment right now and understand that like, once you let go of all that you're getting right now, it's just going to be 10 times harder because you're going to be doing it all by yourself. I think I said this a couple episodes ago, you have to be appreciative for the right now and you have to be understanding of your journey then understand that your journey is going to take time because at the end of the day, you really have to grow into the person who can even handle the dreams that you want or can, who can even handle the life that you want. So I think when you think about it like that, it could put you in, it, it could give you a little reality check. Like, okay, you know what? Facts. Let me just chill. Let me just really take the time to grow. I'm going to, you know, stack my bread, work hard to get what I want to get in this life. But I'm always going to be appreciative of the, of the now. I'm always going to have fun with the now because when you get to where you want to go, you're going to look back on the the now moment that you had and it's like, damn, I wish I could have appreciated, appreciated that more. I wish I would have did this better. I wish I would have did this more. I wish I would have, you know, held out in my parents' house for a little while longer. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to feel that. So I definitely think I'm going to continue to ask the right questions, continue to do my research, continue to try to, just build myself up to be the woman that I know can handle the things that I want. That's it. That's all. <sighs> I had so much to tell y'all. Now that I just said it all, it's just like, <sighs> that feels good. It's giving therapy. It's giving, are you guys my therapist? Cause I'm not paying y'all for shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm laying out though. I could be y'all therapist. You don't got to pay me, though. I'll do it for the free ski because I fuck with you. <laughs> but, yeah. To end this episode, I'll just say, like, I'm definitely back. I think, yes, I still obviously feel like, damn, I wish I had this. I wish I could do this. I wish things were different. I wish I was somewhere else. Obviously, we're going to think that. But I think I'm doing an extremely good job of making sure that I'm just enjoying my moments and I'm enjoying my moments with the people that I love. And cause realistically, like I want to move away so bad, but at the end of the day, I have to understand that me moving away, the people that I have here, my friends and my family are not going to be there with me. So I got to prepare myself to, for missing them and all that shit. I'm going to go through so many emotional roller coasters when I actually am ready and able to move out. Like, Girl, I got to prepare myself for that. I almost cried the other day thinking about like, damn, what am I doing without my dad? Like, mind you, that man is always going to be there. He's Whether he's in New York or Atlanta, he's going to be with me. Like, doesn't matter. And he already said like, wherever you go, I go. I just got to convince my mom. Because she's not trying to do nothing. Like, what is here? We've been here forever. But whatever. Fine. Okay, girl. Okay, if you want to stay, you can stay. But I'm not trying to stay here. Mm. Love y'all so much. I'll catch y'all next week with more tea. I was I was just trying to think about what I'm going to talk about next week. I don't know why. But yeah, love y'all. Your bitch is back. I'm so sorry for last week. <laughs> but a bitch needed to go get her shit together and get her head right. And I did. And I'm back. And I'm better.